Everybody get up. It's time for the Nobody's Podcast. And we have a special guest, don't we, Danny Boy? Yes, we have a special guest. Please Please introduce yourself. I am a rando named Sonny. And uh, I am in an animation server just like uh, Crossover Lord. And that's how we met. The end. Roll the credits, please. Yeah, <laughs> roll the credits. Let's end the podcast right here. It's yeah, over. recorded by. Uh, not recorded, fuck. Directed by, like, BWE, that guy. <laughs> that music plays. So, yeah. This game is Michael jo- Jordan in the and uh, like and chaos in the windy city. It's a platformer about Michael Jordan saving his friends from an evil scientist. As if you thought Shaq Fu wasn't enough, here's this. Well, it's better than Shaq Fu. That's the problem. And it also has comic book cutscenes. You can actually scroll. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, power of the Super Nintendo. It does what Sega can't. Like, be alive. <laughs> no, Sega did. Sega did do it. Haven't you played Comic Zone? Yeah. Actually, I haven't because it's hard as fuck, but... Yeah. Take that. Yeah, Comic yeah. Zone's pretty hard. It's pretty good, though. Yeah. yeah. It is pretty good. And we'll never see it again. I mean, it was re-released, like, once. But... Mm. Every Genesis game has been re-released. That, that's a fact. <clears throat> So, shall we talk about what we wanted? Yes, as I cleverly referenced in the beginning, we are talking about Space Jam. Because A, no one else is doing it, and B, the the trailer to the sequel came out like a month ago. So so here we are. So, yes, we're really on the ball, a month late. Yeah, this will bring in the views. (laughs) Anyway, so yes, I forced these these two chuckle boys to watch Space Jam and so did I and the main reason I picked this topic is because not a lot of okay, not true, like a lot of people just praise the hell out of this movie and they've been begging for years to make a sequel out of it and I never understood why I just saw it as just like oh this is just a dumb product placement movie for Jordans and whatever whatever product Michael advertised at the time which was a bit of everything so yeah, we finally watched it, and to get this conversation started, it was okay. Yeah, it's the most That's 5 out sense. of 5 to ever exist. Yeah, there was one part where they just like said three brands at once. Yes. Oh, I actually wrote that down on my notes. They had, it wasn't like three, it was like six five. or seven. And it was like yes. everything Michael Jordan ever ever advertised for it, including McDonald's, which means that one PSA could actually be canon in this universe, and I think that's hilarious. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. Please. You should have looked at the camera just to say that. No, he should have, like, he watched Mm. the TV, and he turns on the TV, and it plays. (laughs) That's even better. That'd be great. Okay. What do our guest? What is our guest thinking about it? Because you know he's the guest. He should start first. What's your review? Yes. Yes. Oh boy, tell us. Put on the spot. Uh, it was good. It was not as good as I remembered it. That was the nostalgia charm, of course. Uh, How and old are like you? Crossover said, it's. 
Uh, <laughs> would you like my social security as well in the Americas? Yeah. Uh, early 20s. I'm 22 College. myself. Oh. And I'm, and I'm 21. So, perfect unity. Yes. Yeah. So, when did you watch it, Sunny? When was the first time you watched it? Uh, went to daycare, of course, and they always showed movies, and that was probably the first time I saw Space Jam, because, uh, what, Space Jam came out in 95, 97? 96. 96? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's an old movie, and it really does show, uh, that's when basketball was at its peak. The thing I took away from that conversation is that they showed movies to you in kindergarten, like yeah, preschool Yeah, I was about shit. to say, you, you Americans are bowling. Yeah, bowling, because the... <clears throat> anyway. Bowling? Yeah, because you know, bowling is a... Anyway. Oh, I get a basketball deal. Right? Yes. Or was that too clever? Yes, because people be bowling. Don't you hear rap? I'm I don't. by white people, goddamn. Hey, I'm half white, so... Shut up. <laughs> uh -huh. So yeah, anyway, I took like... I took like a thousand notes during this movie, and apparently you did too, Sonny, so... Any particular one you want to point out? It was mostly boring stuff about basketball. And I'm pretty sure nobody cares, but there was a part that I was like, I need to get all the Monstars names because nobody ever talks about the Monstars. Were their names ever said in the movie? Yes. There was only two times their names were actually used. But I feel like only two of them, the blue one and the orange one have more lines than the green and the purplish one those are very forgettable and the short red one nobody really put in much effort to understand who that one is hmm. I mean yeah but the red one the red one's buttocks play a role in the movie like like one character bounces up them to score a goal Another shot like a bull is hit. We're seriously gonna jump straight into this. So yeah. So someone Somebody really had a thing for his buttocks. And they weren't Somebody sorry. proudly has an animation cell on their wall of that. Oh god, you're right. <laughs> it's probably worth millions. Yeah. Oh, but... so <laughs> yeah, those buttocks worth more than your life. Hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna say real quick that before recording, we, me and me and Dan here talked about how uh, how this movie basically inspired like an ocean of fetishes. Cause like, uh, yeah, there's Lola, but there's also like inflation. There's the butt thing. Just there's fetishes everywhere. And I don't know if it's just my gutter mind or no, nah, it's most likely that. Uh, I'll take that back. I'll shut up. At this point, it just seems like a lot of kids' movies are very influential for younger people, of course. Like, once they see it, they don't know about it, but it, like, clicks with them in a weird way. 
Poor kids who like watch Sailor Moon when they were kids. That messed them up. And this is, and this is why I avoided anime like the plague for so many years. I still do. I disrespect anyone who watches it anyway. I mean, JoJo's kind of good. Never mind. Okay, so <laughs> any other quick notes? <laughs> So, um, any other quick notes you have, Sunny, before I move on to Dan? Mm, I feel like I'm gonna get too ahead of the movie, because I feel like the beginning was like, it was just mainly Michael Jordan, of course. Uh, I did enjoy Wayne Knight's performance, that's the fat nerdy guy that follows him a lot. Which I should have wrote down his name, I think his name was Stanley. Yes. Yeah, it's Stan. And I was tempted to not work in the Eminem reference, but I resisted. Oh, I get it. God damn it. See, this is why I had Dan here. He has the smarter jokes. He's the straight man to my... No, he's he's the funny man to my straight man. But I'm... Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not even straight. That's the double joke. Anyway. Zing. Got him. So yeah, any other so notes, What was that? Any other notes, Sonny? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, let's see, this part... Uh, Did you like uh, the performance of uh, Michael B. Jordan in this movie? It seems very awkward. There is parts where he just doesn't connect with the eyes, which I would have thought in Hollywood they would have done that tennis ball method where they have a character, like, you know, CGI'd after, but on set they just have a tennis ball they stare at, so you can make eye contact in a way like that. Which do, you is think they, do you think they didn't do that for this movie whenever he and a Looney Tunes is on screen? Well, there's probably cut. There's probably some weird methods they probably had. We should have just watched the behind the scenes as well. I'm not that dedicated. Okay, that's a lie. I kind of am. <laughs> I do have some notes about how um, about who about the producer and the director, and the only reason why he got picked to direct. Want to know why? Why? All right, no then. So, <laughs> uh, Dan, your topic or thoughts, I should say. Um. Well, I kind of wanted everyone to like say their piece first because I have notes and it's like two and a half pages. So, all right. How about you go next? Go, go next. All right. Uh, before, I, before I go, Sunny, any quick things, or is that all you said? Is, is that all she wrote? Stay for now. Uh, I feel like my notes are just too ahead of the movie, and then I'll be at the basketball parts, and it's like that does not really seem interesting. Hmm. You're really into basketball? Okay. Sonny? Uh, I used to be a big uh, San Antonio Spurs fan, and uh, those other players, I've seen them before. I have some basketball cards right here to my left, but uh, they're not that interesting. Oh. Like me and Leroy here, we didn't grow up with NBA. Leroy is from Portugal, which means that uh, like he's all about football. Well, not him, his country. 
I think Cristiano Ronaldo is a local deity to them. Oh, he is. He's and, bigger than Jesus here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, at, le at least uh, he can come. Jesus can't. So yeah. <laughs> mm. But anyway, and I I'm from Siberia actually, which means hockey. So you know we don't have NBA, and that's probably why I'm comfortable about like joking about Kobe's death and shit. Because we don't really have that as a cultural thing. Anyhow. Hmm. Thoughts about the movie? Okay. Leroy. Okay, so... Like I said, the movie is okay. I, I was fully expecting just like... This is gonna be just one big chrono placement movie, because this is my first time watching it. I, just, I, didn't, I don't remember if I said that earlier. Yeah, this is my first time watching, and... I was just expecting the biggest, like, thought-up placement shill, whatever, with maybe one or two good jokes. And there were. And I'm gonna say them right now, because I wrote them down. And they're all from Bill Murray, who basically makes this movie. Uh, you can't stop posing now. Being, you, can, you can stop posing now when uh, he first shoots his golf ball, and he just stays stuck in that golfing pose, and one of them just goes, you can stop now. You can just stop. I don't know why that made me laugh. And the second one is uh, Larry Bird's not white. He's clear. <laughs> like, just That's the power of Bill Murray. He'll make anyone funny. But yeah, overall, this movie, I was pleasantly surprised it had like hints of self-awareness. Like, look, we know this is stupid, but we're going to do it anyway because it's fun. And the one scene that told me this was the fortune teller scene, where it's all the NBA players with uh, uh, trying to find their talent, and you go to a fortune teller, and she basically describes the movie's plot perfectly. And it's like, let's just get out of here. This, she has no idea what the hell she's doing. Fuck this. And just, I just thought that was perfect. Like, all oh, right, they're self-aware. Because I feel like if this movie took itself like more seriously, then this movie would have been like more forgotten as the time went on. Um, other quick thing. What? I mean, if they would, it would be kind of tragic if they would take themselves seriously. Yeah, which is why I like to comment that uh, the movie's director. I'm gonna say this again. Joe Pica is actually a commercial director, so I'm pretty sure the only reason he got this role is like, look, you already make commercials, this movie's one giant commercial, just do it. And then and then I think someone on either the one of the producers or the writing staff were like, look, this is stupid. Let's have fun. Yeah. And I appreciate that kind of work. He said just do it and shove the Nikes in his face. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, there's actually less product placement than I thought. Aside there's from that one scene, almost. Yeah, almost. There's like that one long spiel from Wayne Knight, and then there's kind of a subplot with Air Jordan, but that's about it. And I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Um, other quick things I could note: um, I immediately felt uh, disgust when I heard the Art Kelly song in the opening credits. Just want to throw that in. I already the, uh, fucked up remix of it, which I'm not gonna read out. 
Oh god, <laughs> thank you. Um, the bazillions of cameos in this movie for Looney Tunes fans I thought was really appreciated. Like, they didn't have to do go do research and put in like very obscure ones, but they did. Like even Bosco is in this movie. And only nerds know who Bosco is. So Does anyone here know who Bosco is? No. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate my black and white cartoons, okay? I appreciate my elders. Let's see, uh, this movie has very big COVID themes with uh, the NBA stadium lockdown. I felt that was kind of unfortunate. Just wanted to say that. And oh, and am I the only one that thought that the sports broadcaster in the beginning, okay, how um, in the beginning there's a uh, Jordan's watching TV and it's the guy talking about his baseball career and how it's terrible. It just, and the way he delivers his lines, it just reminded me of George Wood from uh, Gaming in the Clinton years. It's like this delivery is almost on point. Is this George Wood's brother or something? The does Sonny knows who that is? Do you know who George Wood is? Name comes to a blur almost, but let me check George. Sweet. Do, do, oh, do. Yes. I remember this man. Yes. Yeah, he's notorious for like making very questionable opinions on video games and how he tells jokes and stuff. It's it's awkward, yes, but it's hilarious. Like me, but worse. Uh, we enjoy making three fat ladies fight a skinny white turd. Actual quote from him. Yes, I mean you will never be as bold with your fetishes. He deserves he deserve props. <laughs> So, uh, next topic, um, the CGI. Thank God it's not realistic for the most part. Because stuff like the spaceships and Moron Mountain look okay. Like, they're stylized to look like Looney Tunes cartoons in 3D and they look fine. But when it involves the real human people, it just looks so terrible. Real human people. Yeah. Leroy, the real human. 2021. Yeah, no, what I said. Certain parts, for sure, where Michael Jordan looks like he's floating too high, and it does not help that the camera kind of makes it seem like it would cut him off, like just from the top of his head. I mean, that's a problem you have in general when your actor is like super tall. So I guess they didn't have enough money to go to pull the camera back a bit. This movie had 80 million dollars and in inflation today, that's pretty high. Let me check now. 80 million fucking dollars. And how much, imagine how much they saved just from the fact that they had product placement. Oh god, fair point. I mean, it wasn't that much aside from that one blurb, so. Uh, yeah, they probably made like a billion dollars, never mind. I mean, it's all like. Uh... It's all like Michael Jordan commercials, so he probably got royalties from that. Oh, definitely. Actually, this movie did help kind of revive Jordan's career for at least the basketball one. 
because it was because this was made during his whole time of basketball, not basketball, uh, baseball and golf and shit, which is why they're in the movie. But um, yeah, this movie kind of helped revive him because he felt for a bit that it would be how do I structure this? That basketball kind of lost its touch with him, so this movie helped bring that touch back so and then it came back and that's probably why they filmed the ending so abruptly my only one that's notices the ending ends up kind of abruptly with him coming back to basketball and shit I mean what else yeah. should they have shown I don't know it could just end up with him coming out of the spaceship to play base baseball and then boom end up there well credits I guess. Yeah, and the weirdest thing... Oh no, for sure, that was before. I was gonna say about, uh, the la He did come back, of course, to play basketball. In, uh, mm -hmm. 2001. But, uh... He was in a different team, so he got drafted. Which was kind of strange, because I always felt like he was... They really pushed that he would remain in Chicago Bulls, no matter what. And then he went to... Washington Wizards but this is like after after so it's like keeping track of his career and the movie just like highlights how he was just so amazing of course because that he made the Chicago Bulls he was the highlight yeah. and uh, once he moved to another team it's just all of it went down this so movie, yeah this movie kind of feels like Michael Jordan's circle jerk I mean, that's kind of what I expected if someone who's not an actor is the main star, so... I mean, he plays himself, I am no, I, maybe, maybe he is very reserved and he wouldn't be, you know, perplexed by cartoon characters. What else? I guess we'll have to wait. Plus, he's from Chicago Bulls and, and Chicago has like the, tough, the toughest ghettos in the country. Maybe he's just unflappable. Well, Chicago is called Chirac. There was a movie about it recently. Well, there was. Yeah, it's called Chirac because Chicago has the roughest ghettos in the in the entire America. It was a movie by Spike Lee, and Spike Lee, Spike oh. Lee's cousin is actually the one who who is directing the sequel for, to, for Space Jam. Full circle. So yeah, Space Jam two then. So, so fuck I my only... review, huh? Alright. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, you perfectly, like, segue to that, so I just took advantage. Yeah, let's talk about the sequel a bit. Space Jam 2. It's Ready Player One done right. That's all I'm gonna say. Anyone wanna go next? Okay, Sonny, have one. you seen the... Not Space Jam, Ready Player One. I've seen snippets for sure. It was very interesting how they got all those characters in there for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, it didn't. It just seemed like uh, very all over the place, of course, because they wanted to get all those characters in there. But as a joke, I always say Ready Player One was just VR chat the movie. Yeah, basically. Yes, and this VR chat by the by an insult. 
because if you read the book, oh god. But let's okay. Let's not even continue the Ready Player One talk. I I refuse to continue. I want to okay, keep those. Yes, opinions. he will snap like Thanos. He is not gonna. He's not gonna <laughs> take it. This podcast will be five hours if you will let him talk about it. Yeah, trust me, you don't want that. No one wants that. I want that because I'm curious. Because you would get very angry. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. So, any other quick thoughts on Space Jam 2 before I let Dan tell his thoughts on the first one? Go on ahead, Dan. I mean, I have some thoughts about Space Jam 2. Is that the director actually made uh, Scary Movie 5, very scary movie 5 which got like 2 out of 10 on, on like Rotten Tomatoes which is not a good sign again just a hint of self-awareness and it'll work the thing I'm scared about the most is that they're gonna reference memes and shit house funny and Bugs Bunny's gonna have a smartphone. Yeah, and like uh, maybe some twerking jokes or some shit. I mean, to be fair, the first Space Jam is also guilty of having like data references, like the Pulp Fiction one out of nowhere. Yeah, but Pulp Fiction's like very classic. Uh, I think a lot of people can agree that it's a good movie. So yeah. I'm sure somebody like had their hand on their heart when they saw that. They're like, that's so good. I mean, I guess it's just—I just think it's a bit out of place. That's all I think I, that's one of the I'm most meta jokes was definitely when Bugs and Daffy uh, decide to uh, break into Michael Jordan's house with his permission, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they go to open the door, and the little girl is sleeping, and she hears them and sees their silhouettes, and they're talking about their agents. And I was like, "Wow, that's uh, interesting." So, are they saying their agents are cartoons, or are they actual people? Fun fact about that scene, it's um, what he's, what Bug said about uh, how they don't see a cent for merchandising is unfortunately true. Like Chuck Jones never saw like any residuals on like putting their faces on t-shirts and, sh and mugs and shit. I can believe that. Yeah, it's still kind of true now, which is even sadder. Yeah, Warner Brothers. I mean, I mean, you guys know about Six Flags, right? Mm-hmm. I know of it. So, yeah, well, I've gone plenty of times. It was just a poor way of saying, hey, we can't go to Disneyland, but, you know, we got Six Flags, so we'd go there occasionally, and of course the mer merchandise, there was a lot of it. Mostly Bugs Bunny. You would think they would actually try to advertise other things since they had so many properties. The only time I've ever seen anything different was mostly the Batmobile. And it was Bugs Bunny, like, behind the wheel. Is that how it was? Yeah, at this point. I'm surprised there was no uh, Bugs Bunny in a Batman suit at this point. By the way... And Daffy as a Robin. By the hmm. way, since you are an American, I have a question for you. Do you listen to the radio yeah, much? Uh, I did actually listen to the radio this week. Because there was actually ads when they tried to more deny, uh, basically make commercials with uh, Looney Tunes characters for McDonald's and shit and make it more urban, which uh, basically means that like it's a McDonald's commercial and uh, 
Bugs Bunny is like, eh, what up, fam? Now this cheeseburger is hella lit and shit like that. You never heard that? Hearing that now, I feel like I smell pennies. I feel like that should not be real. I think I'm having an aneurysm. <laughs> oh no, you killed them. Yes, but it is real, unfortunately, and that's uh, that's why I was asking. Maybe they still have that commercial on on the radio. Of course, radio radio host in America. They, you know, of course, they have sound boards, you know, snippets, and uh, you know, now every streamer wants to use that. Uh, there's plenty of Family Guy ones, I don't know why in America. There's a lot of Family Guy snippets, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know, American uh, Dad would work better. Oh, for sure. But it's probably just on my part of the radio. Hmm. So yeah, that's a thing that happened. So yeah, if you wanna hear Bugs Bunny say, I don't know, this is hell lit on fleek and other phrases that make you want to kill yourself listen to the radio anyhow oh now I gotta go on YouTube and find some shaky cam footage with some guy like freaking eating McDonald's in his car hearing this yes he's like they're following me I was following right me. I was right they know who I am yeah. they know I'm a huge Bugs Bunny fan Yeah. Yeah, I guess, and he has like Bugs Bunny ears on, and they wrapped in tin foil. <laughs> Anyhow, so my my review. I'm first off. I'm very sorry for the jokes I'm about to make. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even uh, say the joke that I thought about the first time, but the only time in the movie his father showed up. Oh. Yeah, let's let's not go into that. So yeah, it starts and ends Lincoln Park. I wonder how how it's his vo its vocal is hanging. I hope he's okay. Anyway. Okay, so the movie starts and ends with an Kelly song, which this is a cl I can fly is a classic. Like, I don't know if any of you follow music much, but it is a classic, no matter what he did. I mean, yeah, but still, it's like listening to like Michael Jackson, it's just like, it's a great music, but... By the way, and, R. Kelly wrote know. songs for Michael Jackson. Yeah. That's like double butts. Jesus. Yeah, well, they, they like... shared the same passion, children. Mm. Oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> Yeah. At this point, the songs have gotten so big, like, you know, all the classics at this point, you can separate them from the artists, especially, because, you know, that was the highlight of their time. And then if you go back to their most previous work, you're just like, wow, uh, maybe we should not talk about this anymore, because it's not as good. I think it depends on um, how many people worked on setting, because a lot of them, like, like, I'm going to use Michael Jackson as an example, but, like, the music video for Thriller, like there's a ton of people that worked on it, not just him. He didn't do like the cinematography. It's like appreciate the work of like the other things that's happened instead of just the singing. I mean, he's like uh, a, a king of pop. You can't not appreciate the singing. I mean, true, but 
I'm just losing this argument hard, aren't I? Yeah. By the way, question for Sunny. Michael Jackson or Prince? Go. Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson too. Because Prince, Prince is not very famous outside America. Mostly because he was like, Ah, oh, fuck you, I'm not putting my music on streaming services. You're gonna buy it. Thing about Prince was, he was very much still underrated as an artist, like, before his death. And a lot of people didn't really think about him. And then all of a sudden, as soon as he passed away, everyone was talking about his guitar riffs, his music, and it's like, that really influenced more of his career for everyone. Uh, that's kind of the worst part, you know, because he's always had good classics, of course, you know. His guitar riffs... Sorry, go on. I lost my train of thought, but what I'm trying to say is like, uh, you know, his most iconic music, uh, his uh, pop genre. He also did some hip-hop and rap. That was probably in his later years. Mm-hmm, he did a lot of stuff, and also there was some controversy about his song Purple Rain. Because it had a line about touching yourself, and one of the uh, people in the American government heard her daughter listening to it. That was a thing. Space Jam! Anyway, Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. So the, I was enjoying the conversation, I was just chilling. The, mo uh, the movie is beginning, right? If, okay, some people say, and by some people I mean the nostalgia critic, say, uh, said that the human scenes w were boring. And I yeah, I don't they, get it. I don't think they didn't... I don't think they dragged on much. They were quite quick. I wouldn't say they were quick. I just said, hey, they went straight to the point. Just like they didn't need, they didn't like meander and keep it seem like going on forever. Just like, okay, here's what's happening. Here's a joke. Moving on. Yeah, there's also like that. Yeah, a thing that I thought was gonna be a subplot. Like his son, like losing a baseball game at one point. Oh, oh yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, and I'm like, is that gonna be a subplot? And, and and then it didn't, and I'm like, huh. All right. Maybe okay. all that stuff got left on the cutting room floor. Maybe it's for the best. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been cut out. I mean, I mean, it could have uh, it could have been a decent subplot, but you know, it just wasn't. Anyway, what else? Yeah. yeah, what else? Oh yeah. Lola. Nah. You have yet no, no, to talk I'm about her. I'm not a furry her. like you. I don't think about Lola. Fuck you! I'm not a furry. The the crossover furry, am I right? Anyway. I'm so, gonna fucking the, punch you. The main the main villain is uh, Schwackhammer. Is that right? Schwackhammer. Yeah, Schweighammer, yeah. and he is played by Danny DeVito. Yep. Which I enjoy his performance. He, the key to this film is that that he is quite pathetic, and he has a failing business. That's why he does the things he does. He's trying to save his business. It's a good thing that 
uh, Warner Brothers never failed at anything they, they tried to start. After all, they can't fail, they own the DC Cinematic Universe. Oh wait. Anyhow. I'm just sitting here, just shaking my head in shame. Yes. This I'm movie like, you were the chosen some, one. Some very creepy moments to me. Like Name one. Anyone remember that inflation scene like of the fat guy? Stanley? Wayne Knight. Yeah. Yes. That was so creepy when uh, when the he got inflated. Just it was very slowly and he was just expanding. God. Like I like I said before, fetish. I it's don't think just... that's anyone fetish. It's basically just like slapstick at this point. Like, you know, always there's a character that has to get inflated in cartoons, you, you know, kind of like Tom and Jerry-ish slapstick. But who even, no, crossover, can you tell me who exactly started slapstick? I mean, slapstick comedy has always been a thing in animation since like the very early days. You, you... Yeah, I think Looney Tunes were the ones to like really like popularize it. Yeah, that does yeah. make sense. Also, there was a thing, he had a wife and child in this movie, but they weren't played by his wife and children. Which, I well, which was, was probably for the best. Which was kind of weird, but... Okay, the child actors weren't really good. Okay? There's a scene... I mean, they... Yeah, I'm sorry. What do you want to say? I was just gonna say, I mean, they didn't really do much in the movie, so... Not much to really, like, comment on acting-wise. Okay, well, I have one. There's a scene where they see Bugs and Duffy, right? And one of the kids says, All right, and he said, says, All right, just separately. And I'm like, you couldn't do a second, a second take about that? Come on. What is that? I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna bring up like the fact that, hey, look, kids, a real life cartoon character right in front of you, and they don't even react. I mean, uh, when it comes I to children, you know, children always believe cartoon characters are actually real. Yeah. And you know, they will get uh, verification from their parents, especially. You know, it's common. I mean, like, true. I mean, true, but shouldn't that have been, like, better established? Like, in the scene where they were Jordan, like, switches the TV and, oh, look, a Looney Tunes cartoon, a Roadrunner, watch this. And the kids, like, says something about, oh, yeah, I can't wait to meet them in real life. They seem cool. Like, I don't know, something like that. Like, something to establish that they believe cartoons are real. I mean, they are kids. That's kind of enough. Yeah. Not all kids are that stupid. Some are, but still. You so you didn't believe in Santa Claus when you was a kid? No, actually. Oh, you want those annoying ones? And it's like you know you try to play in the playground and you come up and like he doesn't exist. <laughs> and you're like this is why no one buys as you. And I'm, I'm twenty and I'm doing that still. It's like I just like hey kids, Santa ain't real, and I just walk away. Yeah, just... <laughs> Yes, you're not allowed near schools anymore, but for different reasons. Just because yeah. you see the heat, uh, that Santa isn't real. But anyway, 
so his his wife and kids aren't present in the movie, and that might be something related to his real life because he did have a mistress at one point. I believe that. I was gonna say, is there any possible divorces going on around this? Yeah, time? Uh, no. He they divorced later, 2006. Ooh. Okay, in 1991, a woman came out who said, "Hey, I'm his mistress. He promised me five million." to keep the relationship secret, but he paid 250 grand instead. That's why she came out. And apparently she was his mistress, but but it turned out that the child she claimed was his wasn't. Oh yeah, common thing in a... common thing in a... in America, just women that say it's theirs but in reality the child's not theirs yeah because the especially in california i know the father actually have to prove that it's not his child so yeah that's fucked up AC. welcome to tmz eh, we're not tmz we're not nearly as annoying anyway yeah, you sure about that anyway so space jam space, space jam, jam. Yeah. There was good parts, like, you know, this time, uh, of course, Bugs, or Daffy, I think. Uh, no, Daffy was voiced by a different character. Bugs was voiced by, uh, Billy West. Yeah. You know who yeah. Billy West is? Good character. Well, I mean, good voice actor. Yeah, and he also rapped yeah. uh, the song that was on the soundtrack, but wasn't in the movie, Buggin'. Alright, nice. Buggin'. That yeah, sounds like something that should be on the radio. Everybody, bub everybody be bugging. Everybody be bugging. Yeah, not really. It was like you something something you bugging. I actually heard that. It was written by Jay Z. Actually. Boy. Oh, oh yeah, it was. I forgot about that. It was because it was his first album came out, Reasonable Doubt, in 1996. So he was still like nobody enough to write for Bugs Bunny. So you're saying he wouldn't write that if Space Jam came out now? Fuck no, he's way beyond that. I mean, you never know. Celebrities tend to do weird things. I mean, I know Sha Shaq will do it because Shaq is a rapper. Oh no. Because uh, I am, because them. Let's green egg and ham it. Yeah. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal is, is a rapper, and I wanted to ask Sonny if you heard any of his songs or albums. SoundCloud just right now to see if uh, he's got anything. I'm pretty sure he does not. I'm pretty he... sure he wants people to pay for this. Y yeah, he actually... Actually, like, I looked at the feature list, list of one of his albums, and he had fucking Method Man on it. And I'm like, man, how'd you get him? Yeah, probably Shaq's always been... One of those people where he's put, he's dabbled in everything. Uh, before his basketball career ended, uh, he did say that he was gonna work as uh, what was it called? Uh, he wanted to be in law enforcement. I think he said he wanted to be a sheriff or something. He didn't want to do any sports cast stuff, you know, because that's what most retirees do. He, he it's more negative what he said. But uh, yeah, he ended up doing that, becoming. Uh, a uh, a person that talks about basketball still, and now he's in commercials. Like now he's the CEO of Papa John's. 
Wait, what? You I did not know this. What? Shaquille O'Neal is now the freaking uh, CEO of Papa John's. Okay. They basically erased Papa John's. They killed Papa John's. It's Papa Shaq now. Daddy Shaq. Oh God. Fuck. Daddy Shaq is back. <laughs> I was avoiding like, that. He just made a rap song about it. But isn't Papa John's is one of those like pizza places that that is like funds like those things that funds organizations that like promote homophobia and shit. So Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, and like Chick Fil A. Oh, no, Chuck E. Cheese promotes. No, Chuck E. Cheese promotes fights. They have fights there because they serve alcohol. Oh yeah. Yeah. They fight that uh, yeah, animatronics. Um, or whatever. There is a video I should send of uh, animatronics. Yeah. On the, on the topic of pizza, I might as well mention this because, you know, fuck it, this podcast has no integrity anymore. It is, um, you know, you know Crash Bandicoot and Domino's Pizza aren't collabing in that they brought the Noid back? Despite its terrible, terrible history. Oh no. Wait, you guys. Wait. Hey, you guys didn't know about this? He's back. The Noid is back. All I know is uh, Domino's Pizza had Hasune Miku, who was made by Elf. Yes. Oh, so they tried to basically pander to weebs. It's stuff like this why I really want to continue my crossover series because this just gets so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> just go down a rabbit hole of weirdness. That makes sense. There is some interesting, uh, some interesting things going on, of course. Yeah. Also, yeah. on the topic of uh, basketball players like doing rap albums, Kobe made a rap album, mm. and uh, you know it wasn't good. Yeah, well, it, it was his name that was gonna sell it, anyways. Yeah, and and like I I guess he wanted to do a sequel, but he never did. Also, Macho Man did an album as well, or like the wrestler. Yeah, Randy Savage. Savage. Yeah, it was, was awful like... too. Yeah, there is a lot of experimental stuff going on, of course. Is it experimental or like, I'm famous, this is gonna sell? Oh, yeah. No, that's what the producer thinks. Now, I don't think the celebrity, him or herself, doesn't really think about it. It's like, oh, this will be fun. And true. then they, they regret it 10 years later. They go in there and. They say I got my little book with all my uh, lyrics. Uh, work with this and help me with it, and then you know gets revised, composed, and goes into the booth. And then he's like, "Okay, where's my, where's my cash already?" My kids would love this. Yeah, and kids are uh, like, "God damn, I don't want to show up to school anymore." You shame me, father. <laughs> you have brought shame onto your family name, Uncle <laughs> Jordan. Or Shaq or whatever we're talking about. I, I think Shaq actually thinks he's like the greatest rapper alive. Shaq is big talk. Yeah, he's... 
He's also in commercials called The General. Mm -hmm. I think he owns a part of that too. It's it's car insurance commercials and uh, the eeriness of like how early on they were. They were very strange, and now like they keep getting more and more uh, improved in quality. Of course, this one's gonna. You guys gonna look at this one? You're just gonna be like, I don't like that, because of course uh, everything has to be baby characters, even in commercials now. Oh God! Yeah, I, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, oh God! You look at it. I can't because I'm. I do the rec recording, so I can't look at anything. But is it just so? It's baby. It's like pop figures, something like that. Huh? Is it like those pop dolls, you know, with big heads? I mean, the Funkos. Yes. Mm, no. Um. I don't. I really don't remember what popularized um, baby characters, honestly. Like, um, there's also baby Looney Tunes, and everyone loved that. So maybe it could be close to that. Who knows at um, this point? Baby Tom and Jerry. Also. Happened. Oh, that was Tom and Jerry kids. Yes. And then Pup Named Scooby Doo, which was the best one. Yeah. You have was not seen the new Scooby Doo, have you? No, I have not. That's very 2000s, and we love it. Simple Plan was there. Yeah. Wasn't Smash Mouth in a, in a Scooby Doo thing? I think you're thinking of Kim Possible. Maybe, I don't know. I'm very glad in animation whenever they bring bands on and there is no like very popular songs being played It's just like a simple song that they've done and it's like this is actually really good Yeah I'm just now I'm just thinking of that one clone high episode where they treat the celebrity like they're bigger than Jesus I mean some celebrities are look at the Kardashians Oh is now I just feel sad. Yeah, is that show still ending, by the way? I may be American, but I have no knowledge of this at all. It's fine. That means that, you know, you're someone we can be proud to talk to. Yeah, it means you have taste and a brain. Yeah, thank you. I the worst part is I'm looking at, like, just, like, Googling it, and, uh, of course, the ratings are really low. But on Facebook, that's the place where it has the highest rating. So, so who's lying here? So all the grandmas are watching. Yeah, but they're dying. No one's watching the TVs anymore. By the they're way, slowly about going dying. away. About dying. about dying. I just remember there was Dan Castella cameo in. Oh, Space oh, oh yeah, that was one of my notes. Fuck, fucking Homer Simpson's in this movie. And now I wonder if we told him, like, right uh, back then, that he would still do be doing The Simpsons, would he want to live as long as he did? If it means he'll get paid, then yes. Because that's honestly the only reason why the voice actors are still around for The Simpsons. At least as far as I know. Have you guys heard uh, Marge recently, the voice actress? Like, just like her performance? I've heard horror stories, but I've never actually sat down and watched a newer episode. There's like a part where like, Homer comes home and then Marge is coming down the stairs. And I'm just like, wait, you're telling me that's Tracy 
Spielman, that's the voice actress. And like mm -hmm. she's done Marge for so long that it's like destroying her throat because Jesus, when she comes down the stairs, it does not sound like Marge. It sounds like somebody doing voiceover. Yeah, poor Julie Kavner. She's a part of me just thinks a lot of them just want to retire and just live out their Simpsons checks, but Fox just won't let them. Because then again, who wants to be the guy that ended the Simpsons? Like no one. At this point, any people will be happy. Simpsons end. That guy will be a hero. He will be on yeah, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, maybe the last episode. People will tune into the last episode of The Simpsons and be proud that it ended. Yeah, yeah but the question is, how the fuck are they gonna end it? Especially with such a legacy name. They claimed multiple times, uh, this was like probably 2007, they have claimed that they want to end it with a movie and that's it. Yeah, oops. Yep. I don't even know how you can write in a movie at this point, but then again, they're Simpsons writers. They can do whatever they can. Uh, they can do I know we're... Uh, sorry, go go ahead. I was just going to say that I know we're horribly off track with Space Jam, but fuck it, this is fun. And um, I was also going to bring up that they did do another finale, quote-unquote, where it's in the future and it's Christmas. Because, you know, the first episode was about Christmas, so hey, let's put it in the future. Mm. And that kind of served as a finale. I thought it could have worked, but oops. Well, at this point, Simpsons have done, like, grown-up, like, future episodes. Like, you know, Bart ages, and Lisa ages, and then Maggie ages, of course. Well, of course they age. But the thing is, it's like, at this point, just age them up at this point. Like, that will make the series go on and feel a lot more fresher. You know, like Bart drives a car finally, or something like that, or does taxes. You know, and it becomes like very weird, uh, uh, freaking things that are relatable, and doesn't feel very dry. You know, just age it up. I'm kind of with you, but I say make it a spin-off instead of continuing the name The Simpsons. Oh God, Let's call it the Bart show or something. Okay. Yeah, let's I mean, just end it. Let's just get on the topic of spin-offs. Have you guys seen the... Well, of course, everyone talking about the Camp Coral thing, but did you guys all see that Patrick Starr from Spongebob is getting a spin-off? I mean, it's the most obvious choice, so... I'm not surprised. At all. Yeah. Although, my question is, is he gonna leave the main show? Or is this happening, like, in the same time? Yeah, just an excuse to pump on more reps. This is gonna turn into Cleveland show. Yeah, that's what. That's why I he's brought that up. He's gonna leave Bikini Bottom and go to like a different. He's gonna go into Virginia. <laughs> become a different man altogether. He like. My name is Patrick Star, and, and I am proud to be. Of season one. And what was that? But yeah, I just don't want the spin-off to be like with a horrible art style. Like, it's the, uh, it's the same art style as modern SpongeBob, so yeah. it's not gonna be Camp Coral again. So, yay! Yeah, if that's even worth it. I'm even surprised people actually were into Camp Coral, like the explanation of Sandy, like that was going on on Twitter, and I was just like, I can't believe people are actually liking this. That was probably the only thing they liked, the explanation. But you know, a lot of people are still not for the show. 
I mean, I mean, my question is, uh, isn't Camp Coral like a baby show? Like a show for like little, little kids? Yeah. So is Little Pony. Yeah, so what, I don't... What happened to it? Yeah. Like, what do you mean what happened to it? Like, you don't know if it aired or not? No, because I mean... Because it has. No, I mean that... Like, Little Pony is a show for little girls, has very grown audience. That's what I'm talking about. Each, each thing is kind of, you know, blurred these days. Okay, I guess that's that's fair. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I'm too used to stuff like uh, whenever... Because I used to work as a babysitter, and whenever... For like little, little kids, and they'd always have to watch like Blue's Clues or Dora the Explorer, and... Well, Blue's Clues was okay, Dora was fucking insufferable. Hey, it was like, Jesus Christ, this you fucking thing you like now. We're gonna have a beef? Yes, we're having a beef. I hate Dora. Huh? You... Oof, you, you're gonna shit. Blue's Clues is better, fuck you. I never seen Blue's Clues. Maybe it was Magic School Bus, if that counts. Uh, I don't know. Uh, did you ever show them Sesame Street? I, I don't think Sesame Street even exists here. I've never seen it, at least. Hmm. It was on regular TV here. Well, you could have teach the kids, see how everyone abuses the grouch. Don't. <laughs> no, just, no, I just teach them piracy and they pirate Sesame Street episodes. Like, here's how you do it, kids. You'll thank me in ten years. Yeah, and they moved on onto, like, Simpsons episodes and you're crying with joy. More like, more like tears of sadness. It's like, no, it's the modern episodes. No, you know, I heard they're okay. Yeah, if it's modern episodes, you like lock out the Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Imagine that, just like freaking trying to download modern Simpsons on the deep web or Pirate Bay. Yeah, trying trying to buy the episodes Why that haven't come out yet. Mm. And instead you get like a family guy the first season. You get scammed. You know, yeah, that's, the, that's the best season. What are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, family Guy family classic. Guy. I, I think it's season 5 that was the last good one. Then, you know, around 2009 that's when it got bad because the writer strike happened and you can just feel the episodes not working out well. And then... I actually think it got worse earlier on. Like, the first season where they come back, which I think was the fourth one, I thought that one was okay, and then just and then it just kind of derailed from there. Like, season five and beyond, it's just not that good. I remember they tried to actually, like, bait people into watching, like, Killing Brian and shit. Is it sad to say I'm kind of one of those people? I was like, okay, status quo change. Let's see if you, how you do it. And then as soon as they introduced the new dog, it's like, this is temporary, isn't it? Man, that, that character, uh, what was his name, Vito? Vinny. I don't remember that. Yeah, Vinny. Uh, he was not very good as a character. Actually, a lot of people kind of guessed right before the episode even aired that uh, Brian would not be permanently dead because there are episode descriptions for later episodes that weren't even out yet. That had Brian in the title, and I was like, "Oh, Brian gets a new girlfriend." Blah 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 blah. blah. So I was like, "This is temporary as shit." 
Plus, I think the voice actor for Vinny was listed as a guest star, so that's never permanent. Hmm. Yeah, Gotta look at the clues. So, You're still uh, thinking Space about these clues? <laughs> we went so horribly off track, and I don't care. This is just like this has been fun. This train is literally on the other side of the freaking world at this point. Yeah, it doesn't. Ugh. We don't even go like on the rails anymore. We're riding on. Yeah, the we hover thing. now. Yeah, yeah, somehow this thing is like riding on water at this point. Yes, and Jesus is high fiving us. We're good. <laughs> yeah, ow, my face. Okay, so Leroy wants to be slapped by Jesus. Okay. No. If Jesus slaps you, does that heal you? Yes. That gives you wisdom. And you're like, mm, okay. the earth is No, you learn a secret from the universe from the impact. Like, <gasps> You just get realization right there. Yeah, realization. Like, Scientology is the real religion. It's a real thing. Fuck. Everyone else is a fool. Happen. Yeah, I remember South Park did that about Scientology, and they even put in the bottom, like, this is all real that they yeah. believe in. And yet, my my seeing that, my sister was like, I don't believe in that shit at all. Like, that cannot be real. Well, you know, it was pretty much real. Yeah, one quick Google search later, and oops. Yeah. Oh, By yeah. the way, there's a thing that I they showed on South Park that I didn't know was real. Do you know who Win is? Yes. The singer. Yeah. I didn't know it was real, and I looked it up because they had a link, and she sounds exactly like she sings in the show. And I'm like, what? Well, I'm pretty sure they're just gonna use music from the. Well, I mean, they probably just probably got her to sing just for that, or unless yeah, that's an original. Yeah, I run out of footage. Lovely. Well, I guess this is a sign we should stop. Yeah, we can track this out for too long, shit. dude. Jeez, how long have we been in this call? Yeah. How how long is the footage? It's an hour long. Okay, that was suitable. And also, I just realized we we barely talked about the actual plot of Space Jam, but I guess that's a good reason for the audience to go watch it yeah, if they haven't. Go go watch it. It's fine enough. I'll put in input, uh, I'll talk about three things, uh, my favorite part, of course, was, of course, Bill Murray, but uh, the problem with Bill Murray is, like, when he gets on the court, you know, he, he addresses Bugs and Lola as Guy Bunny and Girl Bunny, and it's like, does, is this, like, in the movie, like, is it supposed to be Bill Murray is so out of touch of knowing of cartoons that he doesn't know who the hell these characters are? Or is it? I get Lola because she just introduced her, but Bugs, come on now, Bill. Yeah. I he think... walks up to Bugs and he's like, okay, Mickey Mouse, so what's going on? Yeah. Which they made a Mickey Mouse joke as well in this movie. Yes. Yeah. What sort of Mickey Mouse corporation do you have to be? Yeah. Do that sort of thing. <laughs> I think Bill Murray, they just like filmed him as he was on his day off. Like he wasn't in the movie. He just followed him. I think I think he just owed Ivan Reitman a favor, so it's like, hey, while you're here filming Ghostbusters, wanna do this for me? 
Just like flog it. When did Ghostbusters come out? I mean, that's well. I mean, that's the joke in the movie that. Um, oh, Bill, how did you end up in Cartoon Land? It's like, oh, the uh, my friend drove me here, and Ivan Reitman is the producer, and so connection there. Yeah. A little game of Kevin Bacon, but with Bill Murray. Ghostbusters came out in 1984. Hmm. So yeah, it, it fits. Also, there was a yeah. Dana Croyd reference in the movie. Yes. And so I, my Ghostbusters theory goes full circle. Yeah, I I thought immediately about like the Crystal Skull vodka, Dan was selling. Speaking of vodka, uh, let me get the picture. I bought a I bought a uh, skull of vodka yesterday. It's not Crystal Skull, but I still like to associate that it is. Hello. Oh. Okay, cool. Is it? Does it taste good at least? Oh, dude, this is harsh stuff. It's pretty good. It's not smooth. It's just, it's just like one of those where it's just like if you're having a day, it's good for that. Ooh, I'm gonna nice. spray paint it for sure on the eyes and the teeth. Give it some detail after I'm done with that. Make sure to send us a pic of that when you do it. Uh, it's here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll paint it and show you a pic. Uh, my friend is a theater person, so uh, also I uh, did the iconic where you do uh, to be or not to be with the skull. Classic. This works too well. Yeah, works too well. Oh, but <laughs> I guess get bending, getting back to Space Jam. Uh, I like how you Samity Sam on the court, like he just he literally still carries his gun. Like he's totally bearing arms. I mean, they were playing fair for the most part. I think that's why Marvin the Martian wasn't on the team. He's the ref. He's like, oh, he's an alien, but he's also a tune, so he's the perfect referee. He can't be biased. Wow, they really alienated the, the minority in this movie. Yeah. And did. on that note... <laughs> there was also... Okay, I'm not done. There was also a scene, remember when one of the basketball players who isn't Michael Jordan... He was playing, was tried to play with that girl team on the street. Yeah, Charles Barkley. Lost. Yeah, Charles Barkley. Yeah, oh, yes, that guy. And uh, he lost, and I like, and I was like, should they be like, yeah, this is this is sexist right here. He just because they're a woman, and he only, they can only win when he loses the talent. Huh? How's that? But you know, it's a thing. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to feel degrading. That That's even worse. Much. Yeah. <laughs> By the modern standards. But I think it worked well. If it would have been guys, they would have totally like played dirty and like knocked this guy over, especially. Yeah. Also. Also, like there was a. There was an erectile dysfunction joke out of nowhere. Oh yeah, at the at yeah. the office, the therapist office. Yeah. And I just imagine just kids not understanding what it's about, and all the middle-aged fathers next to them just crying, just like one tear rolls down their face. This, mo this movie's calling me out. The movie yeah, with is... Bugs Bunny's calling me out. Yes, this this is exactly why I got the divorce. Why should I remember this? I thought it's a kids' movie, and that's it. And on that note, the characters though, like. 
at the final match scene. Uh, I like how there is like characters that are just copy and paste. I understand that it's to make it more filled out, but I just feel like uh, seeing the same. They should have put them where they're not so close together. Feels eerie, but it gives like a charm, you know. Yeah. 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 They're like, it's it's a. Is they pretending to be a low-budget movie when they have like eight million, eighty million? Sorry. Well, who knows? Because with the names that they got, of course, the the voice actors probably didn't get as paid as much paid. Yeah. Oh, trust okay. me, they didn't. They yeah. did not. There's like an yeah. entire story I could have told on the, on the when showing the footage that uh, Billy West didn't even get to see it on premiere, on the Chinese theater when the movie premiered. He had to go like somewhere else to see the movie, even though he's like the second star in the movie. It was really sad. Damn. No one respects voice actors anymore. Well, no one ever did. They, they kind of do now. They get some respect nowadays thanks to Twitter. Uh, yeah, thanks. But that's probably not saying much. Do Do you guys remember what happened with GTA Four? With Nico uh, Nico's voice actor? Yeah, they didn't even tell the guy who was voicing Nico that he was voicing for GTA. Just you just voicing some fuck. So yeah, GTA always had a bad history with uh, voice actors because I think CJ's had a similar issue. That makes sense. If they would have told him, "Hey, you're gonna be in GTA," he would have like definitely, definitely tried expecting more money. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here's a hundred bucks. This is just a this is just a school project. Don't worry about it. And now with uh, you know with the internet, it's much better for people to network. Of course, voice actors and voice actresses and shit. Like you know, there's cameo or they can make a portfolio of their voices. But uh, they don't have to worry about an agent too much. You know, it's a good idea to get an agent, but you know, you don't want to get an agent, of course, in L.A. or California in general, or just some guy that says promises because that's just warning signs at this point. I think it depends on the. I was gonna say, oh, maybe get a manager or a lawyer. Is like, no, I think that depends on what you're doing exactly. Because I know for, if you're a creative person and want to like pitch a show or something like I do, you um, typically try to go for like an entertainment lawyer so they can look over your contracts and make sure you're not getting screwed over. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, people get screwed over anyway, even they have lawyers. Because, you know, they don't give them Oops. to lawyers. They just, you know, sign them. That still can happen if you're an idiot. Yeah. Avoid uh, Twitter as much as you can. There is so many invincible spoilers. There is a lot of memes. Hashtag renew infinity train. It's gonna happen. <laughs> and with that, and that, you can all sit down now. And the podcast is over. Yes. Goodbye. Any everyone. final words? Thank you for having me. This was uh, pretty good. I'm glad we derailed, especially. I don't care. This was I, I had fun. I don't care that we barely talked about fucking Lola or whatever. This was way more fun. Yeah. Uh, yes, but Lola, like, she isn't as sexualized as, like, I thought she would be. 
I don't know what her problem mm. people have with her. Like there was really like no character development from Lola. You know. Yeah, she character. was clearly there for hey, we need a girl. That's yeah, it. I mean, she's, she's the most capable, so at least she has some personality. Yeah. Well, you know what? Since we didn't really talk about Space Jam, let's just talk about like Lola in general. Like Lola and other forms of media. She was uh of course, in uh, Tweety's Big Adventure, I think it's called. I don't think it is, but she was there, and then, you know, she was in that Looney Tunes show, and some people like her, some people don't like her, but I think she was okay. And then there's uh, Wabbits, where she was there. She was good. Wabbits? I would much rather have Lola give Lola personality, even if it's one I don't like, than have her be bland. So, yeah, Space Jam Lola, not good. I thought she was fine enough. She she like, she she was still in the basketball and she actually stood up for herself. Oh so, yeah, that's so yeah. now you there. Yeah. And okay, the director of the second Space Jam is talking all about how like it was sexist that she wore short shorts. Yeah, that's. Because Stupid. you know, girls don't wear those, I and that she can, had like, like a, too big of a chest in the first one. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She just has a chest. It's not big. It's just it's just there. I but, mean, at this point, it's like in the '90s. Like a lot of basketball players wore shorts that were just not long enough, especially and especially in the '80s. And then, you know, in anime, you've seen in the '80s animes that like when they have gym clothes. Girls usually do not wear shorts. They're usually like awkward to look at. Mm. Yeah, so it's not that bad. Twitter. Yeah. Just stop oh, recording right there on that line. <laughs> I just wanted to awkwardly cut in when when Dan said that. It just cut right there. So we're done recording at this point. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah. Let yeah, good night, folks. Night, folks. Shut up and slam. Yeah, shut up and slam. Jam, jam, jam.